Welcome to the Align and Hustle podcast. I'm Stephanie Tier, and I'm so excited to get into today's episode. This podcast is all about spirituality, manifestation, and becoming the girl boss that you've always dreamed of becoming. We talk about healing, self-love, growth, and everything you need to evolve into the best version of yourself. I'm so excited to share this time with you, and I'm so grateful for what's in store for this podcast. Now let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the show. I just had to sit down and record today all the feels. My heart was just pulling me towards my computer to write this morning and I basically created an entire episode in like a half an hour. So that's why we're here. Um, I think we can say a beautiful thank you to the full moon for that one. Today's episode is very beautiful. It's short, sweet, and straight from my heart. So I hope you enjoy it. Also, so you guys know, I actually have a frequency playing in the background. It is the frequency that I was playing while I wrote this episode. It's 432 hertz, which is the unconditional love heart chakra opening frequency and like complete restoration frequency. And it's so funny. I just paused the frequency to tell you guys this and I accidentally paused it on 2 minutes and 22 seconds. So 222 is our energetic number for today. 222 is a very special and beautiful angel number. Two deals with balance. And like I said, the number I saw is 222. So there are three twos and three is also for harmony and balance as well. And when it comes to 222, what we're looking at is the duality of being human, right? The It signifies the duality within our human existence. And that is what I actually wrote about in this episode. So this is more of a confirmation for me that this message is divine for our collective right now. I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this episode. When I had originally planned out my podcast schedule, I had the most beautiful chronological storyline that I created for you guys. And I did this because I wanted you all to learn in an order that would best serve your comprehension and allow you to have growth within your journey, not just be stagnant and have levels of like confusion and stagnation periods, basically. And I did this in the most ideal order that you would need to learn these things in order for them to make sense and then be beneficial in your reality at the time that you're learning them. But sometimes we got to go off schedule, you know, two, 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 go with the flow, unity, love, listen to universal callings and do something that feels right for myself and that I now have confirmation of is what our collective needs. I'd like to spend today's time on something that randomly popped into my head this morning and it felt so intense, like I was literally hearing, people need this right now, the collective is in need of this right now, you have to write about this right now, and that thing is hope. My intuition was telling me that as a whole, people are in search of hope right now, but they're looking in all the wrong places to find it, to feel it, and to be comforted by it. Hope is something we conjure up from deep within ourselves. I like to think of it as the wise old woman who lives deep within us and protects us in times of need or desperation. She knows no defeat. She knows only the outcomes that always come through because she has lived through all of it and come to see the day that everything is okay. Hope is something that lives dormant inside of us until we're in need of faith for serious risks, jumps, or those life experiences that shift your entire reality like illnesses and death and so many other things. It's also extremely necessary in those times when we know our life needs to expand to fit the new version of ourselves that's currently coming into existence. And for me right now, this is it, you guys, and I think it is for you too. And yet hope and faith sometimes 
feel like the hardest thing to find and gather together. Hope is the undeniable force, the ultimate knowing, and the most profound expression of trust for the universe. Trust for the universe and what is to come. Hope itself is obviously just an energy frequency, but when I try to identify and put some sort of human ideology to what hope feels like or looks like to give it a little more tangibility, all I can envision is like this invisible blanket that simply wraps you, makes you feel warm, makes you feel safe and just calm, just at peace with everything. Let me know if you guys relate to that. I feel like that's the best way I can explain what hope feels like. It's like this warm light, this light that just knows everything's going to be okay. In the presence of hope's frequency, we are able to sit back and allow the universe to play out the necessary steps to provide us with our dreams and our wishes, to give us our most ideal outcome. There's truly nothing more powerful than being able to give something to the universe and just know with absolute certainty that you're being taken care of. I want you guys to go on my Instagram right now, click on my Instagram story, and I want you to respond to the post about this thing while you're listening to this episode right now. How many of you, how many of you have been in the middle of something that's like terrifying and then you begin creating all of these possible outcomes for yourself? They're usually negative and most likely by the time you come to the end of your like super lengthy list of bad shit that can happen, that's when you come through with the thought, Well, obviously, like, my desired outcome is possible, but it's not likely, right? How many of you guys do this? I want you guys to go vote on my Instagram right now. And what we're getting at here is super important because I'm trying to get you guys to identify that we almost choose our shitty outcome for ourselves every time. I catch myself doing this from time to time, even with the things that, like, really deeply matter to me. And this is so rooted in our worthiness of our desires, our ability to feel we are worthy of that which we want. This is so integrated into our existence because we're in a human realm in this experience right now. This is also a huge part of Law of Attraction, by the way. I know we've been doing a part one series on that. I need to get part two going, but this had to come first. And... This in itself, what we're talking about, is so interconnected into something called law of alignment. So I hope you guys write that down. Save that. Law of alignment cannot exist without law of attraction. Law of attraction cannot coexist without law of alignment. But going back to the worthiness aspect, I just want you guys to know. Your worthiness is not dictated by a series of material things you wish to acquire. In actuality, that makes no sense, but yet our brain is wired to attach only the means of practicality through the physical, right? Our brain is here to protect us. That's our ego. Your worthiness in reference to your desires is something you will be intertwined with the entire time you're here on earth. It's time to master it. There's always going to be some pushback from your ego when you're trying to manifest something or create reality of something that is what we would call out of means with what your current life should be able to produce. But there's one quote that I absolutely love that ties so beautifully into this concept. Miracles do not happen in contradiction to nature. They simply happen in contradiction to that which we know exists in nature. If you didn't catch on to the mind-altering shift that is within those words, I'm going to break it down for you. Our ego is our human force energy. Our logical and practical mind is in communication with all humanly things, right? Our conscious mind, crown chakra, okay? That's what we're talking about. 
That means our human mind works within the, what I'll momentarily call the limits of our human existence. What it can see, what it can perceive, the outcomes it can draw, what it can take logical tabs on throughout the endless filing system that our brain is. Nothing that is not tangible. That's all in our conscious mind. That's all our human mind, our ego mind. But here's the key that most people don't find even in a lifetime of living. The key to unlocking another dynamic to your existence is in the discovery that you are not just a human being living a spiritual experience. You are a spiritual being living a human experience. So if we understand this, then we now know where we can easily access and tap into our expansion. It's super easy, actually. The spiritual mind, the subconscious mind, the third eye chakra, the heart chakra, our solar plexus, all of those, all of those energy points. Because if the spirit itself is limitless, then we're able to transcend the limitations of our human existence. And by that, I mean our physical body and our physical brain, our human brain. By simply tapping into the other energy points and energy systems that our body has already that will redirect us and provide the clarity we need to expand. Okay, now going back to the quote because I think it's just, it's truly so beautiful. Now we can recognize that while miracles may not happen in contradiction to what science has proved to be possible, and I'm putting quotes around these things, (laughs) by the laws of nature, miracles are truly all around us and to everyone, to humans. They seem undescribable, unpredictable, unexplainable, simply because the frequency of these experiences are happening through another layer another realm of possibility which is not known to exist via the laws of nature on this earthly realm of existence. And wow, like just how magical is that? We can call on and bring forth this energy from other realms without it being seen as possible by that which already exists here. Which basically means anything is possible, even by defiance of the laws of nature. How crazy is that? If anyone listening is in need of an example to further grasp what I'm saying, just think about all the people who have literally died. Their heart has stopped, their soul left their body, and then they woke back up minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes after they died, and their heart begins beating, and they live. And while science has no explanation, and while it's impossible to die and come back to life, it's impossible to die and have no long-term detrimental brain damage. Here they are, and they can also recall their death and what it was like to die and then come back to life. They can recall the existence between this experience as a living, breathing human and death and the in-between phase. This has happened to hundreds and thousands of people. When somehow premature babies that have no life expectancy become fully grown adults. When cancer patients outlive their life expectancy by 5-10 years. Everything is determined by the energy of the soul. By the mission work of the soul undertaking the experience. And if the soul needs to be here to make a change and accomplish something, the soul will never leave before that happens. And for some people, their work takes place in their departure, in their leaving of this place. People show up in honor of the values that person served, and that is their mission work in itself, then being carried down and expanding through more people than it would have ever had if they hadn't left Earth. 
sometimes I get so wrapped up into the majestic idea of what it means to exist, and it's so fascinating to me. There are no definites within the universe. There are only infinite what-ifs, and I think that's what makes our entire existence so magical. It is, on a molecular level, simply the constant interconnection of infinite possibilities interweaving with one another to create what could, what could not be, what can, what can't be. So magical. But if we can transcend any limiting belief and fall into a never-ending whirlwind of possible what-ifs, then what are you waiting for? Even by tapping into universal and source energy, the slightest bit, you're already raising your vibration. Even by playing with the idea that you could drive that car or buy that bag you've always wanted, get that like million-dollar mansion, you're expanding your existence simply with those thoughts. And I'm not kidding, this is a thing. What's even more interesting about this is that science backs up that statement. Yes, you guys, you know that I love to like pull science into it for the people who try to debunk everything spiritual because spirituality is focused simply on the intangible, right? And that requires having faith and hope. And that's what we talked about today. I just always like to include some sort of science or anything that's more tangible because I just want to be able to serve as many people as possible and... This allows me to draw people in who would not normally see or who are not willing to see through a portal, through a funnel. I can give them an invitation to come home to the life and existence that they deserve. My throat chakra and my mouth got like really weird on that. I just felt like such an interesting sensation of just like how true what I'm saying is, is it's not even a matter of if you believe your story aligns with certain people always like reaching and expanding to try to reach as many people as possible whether you think they're going to listen to your message or not anyways back to what i was talking about our thoughts our playful approach to our desires through dance through voice through thought writing all of those things actually alter and change our biochemistry so when you're sitting there looking at a vision board or searching for million dollar homes on your laptop whatever it is Things you know you want to have in your life, looking at that stuff, even for a second, if you just let yourself fall deeply into that freedom of thinking without limitation, into the enjoying the possibility, into the imagination and the acting out, you living that experience, you getting in that vibration, you getting into that frequency and having this childlike innocence around your interaction with these things that your heart just like wants and dreams of. You're literally changing your biochemistry, your DNA. You're altering your negative cells. You're sending neurotransmitters through your brain to the rest of your body. And you're creating more new positive ones that are in alignment with these things. How fucking cool is that? Your thoughts alone can change the quality of your vision. Your thoughts can change how strong you are. And so many other things. So if you're ever thinking about what's standing between you and these things that you're dreaming of having... We've just defined that the answer is you. Like it's literally all you. You are the only thing between you and those things. You want to elevate your strength and fitness goals, but your body doesn't seem in alignment with those goals. Your mental thoughts and body posture are immediate ways to change that and to level up the alignment within those two things. 
Because if you think about it in a sense, like you don't believe your body is in alignment with the strength or what you would need to reach those fitness goals. There is a level of your brain that's in a lack mentality that's thinking you're not worthy of attaining that specific level of fitness and strength. Talk yourself into it. Use your body posture and your movement and work yourself into the altering of your biochemistry into that new reality. Your mind and your body together, that's more power than you will ever know what to do with. Anyways, you guys get where I'm going with this. The universe is fucking magical, man. Like every time I think I've even grasped the slightest essence in which it encompasses, it reveals an entirely new layer to me that is just more profound than the last. And I'm in awe. I'm always in awe at the universe. Like energy is just absolutely amazing. So I want to leave you guys with one thing. I just want to say that that is how you will feel what I just described, unraveling and discovering the layers of yourself. They become more beautiful, more gentle, more kind, and more worthy the deeper that you go. I love you all. Happy full moon in Cancer. Uh, We're talking 13th sign astrology. Cancer is my moon sign, so that's connected to my emotions and my heart space so deeply. I'm manifesting some big shit right now. I pray that you guys are too. I, uh, I was called to pull a card from my Whispers of Healing deck at the end. I tried to pull it at the beginning and my my brain was like, no. My intuition was like, nope, you're doing it at the end. So I'm going to pull a card for you guys and for the overall energy of today and this week. Oh, okay. I didn't even get to shuffle the deck. And it just was like, hey, I'm ready. Oh my God, you guys. I split the deck, got ready to to shuffle and it fell out of the deck. Wow, number 18, which is a nine, balancing your material and your spiritual, ruminate. This card is so magical. There's a woman with a flower crown and she is playing the flute. She's surrounded by flowers, trees, and an entire solar system with so many planets. And there's also a really huge conch, like a conch seashell filled with water. And there's a knight on a horse approaching her. And right at her stomach is her entire castle and her kingdom, which would be like your sacral chakra where your creative expression all comes from. And the card Ruminate is about taking note of the energy around you and how you tend to immerse yourself in unconstructive energy. Are you taking responsibility for a situation that really has nothing to do with you? Do you hold yourself accountable for situations that you just have no control over? And what this is talking about is are you spending an unwarranted amount of time thinking about other people's situations are you taking care of yourself or are you too worried or focused on negative thinking and other people's realities i think this card came out as collective energy because this is like the energy we're coming out of what you guys may have been feeling so this card is talking about how um you may do all of these things without being aware but you may put others above yourself you guys, this is such an unhealed empath, unhealed light worker way of being. You may apologize constantly and not even acknowledge that that lowers your energy. You are ashamed of your presence in certain situations or feeling like you're not worthy. You may be addicted to negative situations because you can heal people through them. Oh, you guys, it's time for you to step into your power, step into your knowing, step into your ultimate being 
your divine feminine being, your divine masculine beings. You guys are powerful. You are everything you need and then some. And you have you before you have anyone else and you can't serve anyone before you serve yourself. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I would absolutely love if you guys would leave a review on Apple Podcast if you feel called to. They mean so much to me. And please share it with your loved ones, your friends, anyone who you see potential in because I want everyone to discover the potential within themselves. And this is a beautiful safe space to do that. When one of us rises, we all rise. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.